Hello, you beautiful people. So wanted today to take a look at the word vulnerability when we're looking at debt management in the UK, because it is a thing and it's a thing that we talk about, we've got definitions for. So what does it actually mean and what can it do for you? Vulnerability is any situation or condition that can temporarily or permanently make it harder or impossible for you to repay your debt. But it's not quite as simple as that. It never is, right? So depending on who you owe the debt to, they will have different definitions of vulnerability. So the Financial Conduct Authority is the regulator in the UK, and it regulates consumer credit debt. That's things like loans, overdrafts, um, your credit cards, and so on. So the FCA's definition is someone who, due to their personal circumstances, is especially susceptible to harm particularly when a firm is not acting with appropriate levels of care. All right, what does that actually mean? So in practice, the FCA has what it calls four drivers of vulnerability. So those are health, life events, resilience, and capability. So under the health, you can see there they've got severe or long-term illness, they've got mental health, um, they've got addictions, so basically what they're saying is any one of those could be a driver of vulnerability and therefore a firm should look out for it. In life events, you've got bereavement, income shock, relationship breakdown, domestic abuse. Um, uh, so that, again, there, there are loads of different things that could drive uh, vulnerability, what we call vulnerability in a person's circumstances. You've got their over-indebtedness, so, you know, owing debts to, to more than, than one organisation, being behind on your, your key bills, or, or just having really high levels of debt. And then capability. So you'll see there it says poor literacy or numeracy skills. Well, the FCA actually found that, you know, it's, it's approaching 40, 45% of people in the UK have low numeracy skills, so uh, unable to understand numbers in the context of, of financial communications and there's another uh, not-for-profit organization out there called plain numbers they found around half of the adult population in the uk has poor levels of numeracy or financial literacy so you know this is really common this is like one in two of us almost uh, who, who just don't understand what the numbers and look if you ask me about my my gas bill i couldn't tell you what all the different numbers on there mean so that's that's all it means is you know that you're unable to understand those numbers in a financial context. Poor English language skills. That doesn't mean that you know, for example, English isn't your first language. Any one of these or any combination of these is good enough for you to open up a conversation with your credit card company with, about your loan, about your overdraft, about your mortgage, uh, and say to them, "Look, I'm 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 struggling a little bit at the moment, and this is the reason why." And it could be any one of these, and this really is just recognition that life happens, right? Debt we take on often in, in you know credit accounts in good faith, and it turns into debt because life happens. So it's, it's good to understand it from that perspective. All right, let's move on. So enforcement is basically the bailiffs. So what do the bailiffs call, um, call vulnerability? So they say, and this actually comes from the uh, taking control of goods national standards. 
the national standards say that vulnerability could be just because somebody is elderly or have a disability or other serious illness. Again, could have been recently bereaved, um, could be a single parent family or, or a pregnant woman, unemployed people. And, and then again, those who have obvious difficulty in understanding, speaking or reading English. So again, if, you've, if you're talking to an enforcement firm and any one of those apply to you, it's much better to pick up the phone and talk to them and say, look, this is my situation. Can we come to an arrangement? And if you're unable to afford an arrangement, then it's really important that you go and get free debt advice from the usual, uh, the usual organizations that I mentioned. So that's Step Change, Money Advice Trust, Citizens Advice, Pay Plan, or the Financial Wellness Group. Ofgem is the regulator where the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority, is the regulator for consumer credit debt. Ofgem is the regulator for the energy companies, so your, your gas and electricity. So the Ofgem definition, and it took me ages to find this as it goes, so the, the link again will be below. Ofgem says that you're vulnerable if you're significantly less able than a typical consumer to protect or represent your own interests and or so it could be one or the other or both you're significantly more likely to experience detriment or for that detriment to be more substantial so we can substitute in the word harm there or, or disadvantage uh, where detriment is it's not overly helpful i guess because how well can a typical person protect or represent their own interests you won't know that only the regulator and only the energy companies will know that so they will have to tell you whether you meet that definition or not. And then on the other one as well, it's comparative. So it's saying for you know that 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 disadvantage, that detriment has to be more substantial, or you're more likely than I guess a typical person to experience that disadvantage. Again, you can't know that, but the but the regulator can, and I guess the energy companies can. So again, it's just worth bearing that in mind that if you're behind on those sort of bills because they will escalate and it, it will eventually go to court and it will eventually become an enforcement matter. So it's much better to pick the phone up now because these, these firms genuinely can help you. You know, they, they've, got, they've got grant funds that they, they've got access to where they can actually give you some money off of your bill. And, and sometimes it's quite significant. So this one off what is the water companies. Again, the definition here is customers in vulnerable circumstances. They say are some people don't have a reasonable opportunity to access and receive an inclusive service which may have a detrimental impact on their health, well-being or finances. This may be due to personal characteristics, their overall life situation or due to broader market and economic factors. All right, look, that's a real mouthful. So let's just break that down a bit. Let's start with inclusive service. You should be able to access the service in an equitable way, which means everybody can reach the same outcome. Not necessarily that everybody starts from the same place, but everybody can reach the same outcome. And if you don't, that could be have a disadvantage to your health, your, your general well-being or your, your, your money situation. And then it goes into specify a cause. So it could be down to personal characteristics. It just could be that you're, you're unable to, to cope with stuff like this. Or, you know, you feel, find it very difficult to pick up the phone or, or to, to, you know, to understand bills and, and direct debits and so on and so forth. It could be your overall life situation. So again, let's come back to bereavement or let's let's go to, you know, relationship breakdown. Or it says could be due to broader market or economic factors cost of living basically you know the economy so again 
this stuff is defined by the regulator for the water company. So if you're having trouble, pick up the phone and talk to them and say, actually, I think I might meet this definition. What can you do to help me? And you'll find that there's a lot more help out there than you might give them credit for. Okay, let's move on. So central government, this comes from the government debt management function, debt management vulnerability toolkit. And it says basically a person doesn't really give a definition. And I, I don't I don't mind that. I haven't got a problem with that because actually defining it often then puts it in a box and, and, it, and it's a hard cliff edge. So you're either in the box or you're out of the box. You can't be half in and half out. Whereas actually taking more of a principles-based approach, yes, it's a bit more down to the individual's judgment as to whether you meet that definition or not, but at least it gives them a little bit of leeway. So the best I can find in there for the central government definition is, just says an individual may make a direct disclosure either by call, letter, email, web chat, get help forms, so, so you know, like the, the sort of web web forms or other available channels and what it says a direct disclosure is somebody might say my circumstances are bad can you help or I'm not very well at the moment and I'm finding it difficult so the the person has directly told them something about their situation but it goes further than that and says about an indirect disclosure so it just says I'm really struggling today I'm so down but that's more about you know sort of a, a general life circumstance situation where you are at the moment and the other one is i don't understand you so go back to that that sort of literacy and and understanding english or understanding numbers and there's also a dedicated public sector um so government economic abuse toolkit so economic abuse is also called coercive control so economic abuse often goes hand in hand with domestic abuse, although domestic abuse doesn't have to be present. Economic abuse is a form of, of domestic abuse, and it's basically where one partner controls the other partner's finances, may take out debts in their name. But again, if that sounds like your situation, there'll be links below for you to take a look at. Right, let's go on to local government. Local government I really struggled with. Part of the reason for that is that every local authority, every council has to do what it thinks is right. There, there isn't like sort of this overarching thing. So I did start having a look at the Department for Leveling Up Housing and Government, which is the central government department that sits above all of the local authorities. And I looked at some of the individual council websites as well. And what some of the council websites say is there's no actual definition of vulnerability in, 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 in this case, it was the council tax regulations. So what I did find was a ministerial forewords to that best practice guidance. And it says in there, it's got this principle that tax collection and enforcement should never come at the cost of the fair treatment of residents. So if you're genuinely unable to pay, then it's not really fair to try and get the money out of you when you haven't got it. Albeit, sometimes liquidating assets can be a really good way of of repaying your debt. But if there's going to be a longer term problem, then what you probably need to do is to go and get, again, free debt advice. But again, a a lot of local authorities, uh, it will depend on which one you're under. But a lot of local authorities have got some really good support networks in place now and can help you out with this stuff. So again, it's always worth asking the question. I I sort of summarised all of that by saying that vulnerability is any situation or condition that temporarily or permanently makes it harder or impossible for you to repay your debt. But I've got all of the, the different links there to all the different definitions that I found, and I'll put those below the video. All right, late as potatoes, off your pop.